Hello and welcome to Truck Stop Murder True Crime Podcast. I am Gary Howard. Thank you for joining me. If you're a return listener, I, if there's any listeners out there, I had to take two months off for different medical issues and stuff like that. So I guess I'm going to have to reintroduce myself to everything, but here's what I do. I am a truck driver. I lease through Prime Inc. out of Springfield, Missouri, and I travel to 48 continental states. And during the time I have to say a truck stops, for a 30-minute break or 10-minute break. So I'm going to talk about that or travel centers because now it's travel centers now, not just truck stops where everybody shows up. So I'm going to talk about that. I am also going to talk about what people think about, what they eat, and the reviews are just amazing. Some of these truck drivers are so babyish. They're just so entitled. And I'm a truck driver, so I guess I could talk about it like that. But I talk about that. And what you might, the reviews, and also I'll talk about a murder slash crime that happens nearby that. If that's something you're interested in, then this is the place to be. But if you don't want to hear about truck stops, you want to listen to something similar with a more comedic effect to it, go to Small Town Murder. This is what I got this idea from. And they do that, crime and sports, and also your stupid opinion which is also something that really, well, your stupid opinion came after that. I first, you know, kind of copied small town murder. So if you want to hear about the town, go there. If you want to hear about the truck stop in the town, you're in the right place. So where are we at today brings us to the great state of Virginia. This is, I've been on the I-80. I've been traveling through this many years. I've been driving a truck for about about eight years. And off the bat, if you do like it, please support. I'm trying to get better equipment. And the stuff I have right now is pretty much garbage. But I need to get better equipment. You could always, well, I'll give all the information at the end. Let's get on with the story. Right now, I am in Springfield, Missouri at the, the terminal. My Because my truck's been breaking down left and right, seems like, since I've been back. I like the truck, but I think it's finally fixed. So I have to wait. The truck is fixed, but the trailer's not. So I have to wait for a trailer, and I'm heading to Alabama. But the story today we're talking about is in Virginia, the Pilot Travel Center, number 396. It has a 3.6 rating, star rating, uh, 570 reviews. As of right now, my time at 18.07 Central Time, it has many spots. Now there's a Love's right next to it. They're probably filled. For some reason, people like going to Love's. Probably because this plot right here has is not con- really connected to this this main store. It is actually you have to walk a path. You park and you walk down a hill to a path where you can say hi to the little kitty they have, the truck stop cat they have there that they built a home for, which I think is awesome. Last few times I've been there, I haven't seen them, the cat, but you can still see the housing where they made up for it. It's on I-81, exit 231A, right now I'm 918 miles. It's 100 spots. 20 spot, 20 pay spots, and $15 a night. Matter of fact, last time I was there, I remember it was right before winter time. I guess that's where all the plows staged up, and I knew I was in ready for something because there was like about 15 trucks getting ready to roll out. I thought, uh-oh, that does not look good at all. But right, diesel's 421, 100 spots, 20 paid. Has all the things to shut. 11 showers, so you can wash your ass. There you go. Addresses, if you want to know, is put in your GPS. It's 3541 Lee Jackson Highway, Staunton, Virginia. And I want to warn you right now, new time listener, first time listener, I have a much mouth babble. My wife thinks, Desra thinks I have Alzheimer's disease or again, dementia because I can't speak. 
but I do my best. And one thing, all this information I'm coming from is from Trucker's Path. And I noticed in the past episodes I haven't done this yet, but I'm going to start doing this right now because I have a Q&As. And the one question is, it's not even a question, a statement. He goes, there's no duck in Express, it's a lie. And the answer is gibberish. So there you go. And so, if you're tra- like I said before, if the, a lot of times they, these are like travel centers now. They got rid of the whole truck stop. I guess if you want to go to just a no truck stop and travel, go to Bucky's, where we as truck drivers are not allowed to go, which I think, whatever. But if you want to eat, I, it says a Dunkin' Donut Express, which the guy said that's a lie, which what it is, I know what he's talking about, what the Dunkin' Donuts. It's still a truck stop. Now they sell, if not an actual. Dunkin' Donuts. What it is, they have their little Dunkin' Donuts where regular truck stops have their donuts. They sell Dunkin' Donuts stuff, but they have Dunkin' Donut coffee. Dunkin' Donuts coffee. And so, turn away, it, it's, they're accurate that it is the Express, but it's not like if you plan on going into a restaurant and go, you know, Dunkin' Donuts and order the croissants and the biscuits and the bagels. No, but you're not going to get that. You're going to get donuts and Dunkin' Donuts coffee, which I'm okay with. And if you want to eat, they have the regular Flying J. All these truck stops have pretty much the same type. If you want to get, like, burgers, hot dogs, nachos, and stuff like that, they have that. But then Arby's, of course, they have an Arby's. A lot of these truck stops have the same restaurants. Like Arby's, McDonald's, Chester Chicken, Subway. And that's about it. Some, you know, rare occasion, not rare occasion, but some, but mainly... The ones that are a lot of these truck stops are like a lot of McDonald's. Now, unless you go to TA or Petra, which I don't. Once in a while, I'll lie. I, once in a while, I do just because I do love Popeye's chicken. That's where you get the Popeye's chicken and Taco Bell. But if you want to go to like your Loves or your Pilot Flying J's, a lot of times they have like McDonald's. But Flying J's usually have Denny's. So, so if you're traveling through Virginia, you come across this place, you're going to get some Arby's. I'm not for sure what the Love's next door has. I have not. I'm going to do that review later on because right now we are talking about Pilot. So let's see what the truckers think about this place. Okay, let's go on the first review. It says nothing good here. Nothing good in this area. This is a four-star review, by the way. Nothing good in this area. D.C. is just too close. Actually, it's a pretty good distance from D.C. We're talking about Washington, D.C. But yeah, maybe walmart distribution or what okay second review is another four star review only because it's close to a cell tower okay i guess he needs this communication i guess five star nice service lots of cats hanging out so yep that is a good place to be myself i do have a lot of cats we've been homing a lot of cats a lot of feral cats in my neighborhood in texas fixing them taking care of housing them last time i checked i have 11 cats i think but every time we see and they just keep coming we just matter of fact three of them just showed up three black cats all three of them were black all showed up and they just were their homes now they come in the house and they eat and lay with my wife and she's just loving it but yeah we are cat people four star place is already place is all right you have to walk down some stairs to get to the pilot for those who you who didn't see them it actually, you, I don't know how you cannot see them. That's a big thing. And a lot of these peak truck drivers, if you use Trucker's Path, you should be able to see, use a satellite view. You can see where it's at. 
In matter of fact, when you come off the interstate and you take a, a left where it's actually a turnaround, you come by, you'll see a sign that says trucks this way. You can see the pilot. So if you use your head for something other than a hat rack, you would know that, okay, this is the pumps. Matter of fact, I'm going to talk about somebody who's an idiot who saw that. In another two-star view, the pumps aren't working properly. Here you go. One five. Here's what I don't understand. This guy actually gave a five-star view. It says, stop coming in here. It's jam-packed, no parking left. Even the reserve spots are already taken up. Idiots who didn't pay, don't waste your time paying because they aren't moving anyone. Full, full, full at 2010, 10, 10, 23. But he gave them a five-star review. There you go. Another one, clean, friendly, three-star review. Clean, friendly environment. Decent food options to expect from a pilot. They're trucking. Blink, blink, probably fucking slim. Alleys to back in, and the only one runway that people also will need to use to go to the fuel aisles. So it's just a shared disaster. Let's be honest. When back in, it's the tight places to narrow. Too narrow. Okay. A three-star review with nothing. Here you go. This is a funny one I saw. It's a four-star review. It's just welcome to Earth. You, If you ever... Not sure what to do. It helps to watch the other humans do. There's a pathway to the store behind the fuel pumps. And, okay, only parking fuel pumps. No sign of any. Here, this is what I'm talking about. Two-star view by the sake. He says, only parking and fuel pumps. No signs of any pilot store. It's right there. You got to look around. Okay. Awesome truck stop. Clean, friendly. Plenty of parking. And here you go. I'm going to end off on this. I don't know. I, he didn't say I don't know. He just put IDK, comma. I think there's a comma. No, not even a comma. And my phone's all cracked up. I'm getting this, like I said, off a of trucker's path. So, And my screen is cracked. So I thought it was a comma, but here you go. He says, I don't know who the twat waffle that keeps saying there's only paid parking, but they're full, plenty of free parking left on August First, 2023 at 4:18 p.m. I hope you flip flops get caught in your gas pedal, and down a mountainside you go. Oh, he is so smart. One star review. I hope you're flipping in a gas pedal. There's no gas pedal in a semi truck. They're like, well, how does it go forward? It's a zil- it's a diesel. You know. Well, I'm, now I'm gonna be an idiot. Maybe I should put something on my head besides a hat. Use a hat rack. Acceleration pedal accelerator there you go yeah so there you go there's the the pilot in virginia where people don't know there's a pilot because it's kind of separated from the main store the parking lot but like i said if you use your head for something more to hat rack look around use truckers pass if you don't see it get on truckers pass do a satellite view which you can and you will see the little path there also there's a sign right there just when you just use your head for it you know be smart look around if you don't know ask it doesn't hurt. So there's a truck stop. Let's talk about the case. We're going to talk about two cases right now. Well, actually three. Two of them are murder. One is just attack that happened later on or earlier. First was the attack of a woman who was going to a grocery store. They got raped and attacked. But bystanders intervened and he took off running, but they didn't get really no identification like that. But the person first we're going to talk about, Morgan Dana Harrington. On October 17, 2009,
Harrington and three friends drove to the John Paul Arena and University of, of at the University of Virginia in Charlottesville for a Metallica concert during the opening acts, which was either I'm not for sure, Lamb of God or Gorgia, Gorgia, something like that. I'm not for sure, but during Harrington told her friends that she was going to a restroom. When she did not return, they called her cell phone at 8.45 p.m., and she told them that she was locked out of the arena because of its no entry. So once you leave the concert, you just can't just come back in because they don't know if it's your ticket. You can give the ticket to somebody else and take turns watching the show. But adding that she was would be fine, she'll be fine, she'll have to find a way home because they also had her car keys, and they should not worry about her enjoy the show. According to witness report, she was last seen at 9.30 p.m. hitchhiking on a nearby bridge. There was also two witnesses who claimed to have seen her with three men after she had left the arena. Harrington, I'm going to make sure I got, if I say arena like that because I kept messing up the word, I had to redo this many times, saying something else. I'm not even sure what I was saying. Harrington's purse containing her identification and cell phone with batteries removed was discovered in an RV lot at UVA's Lanigan Athletic Field following her disappearance. And sadly, her remains were discovered by a farmer on January 26, 2010, about 10 miles from the arena, that's 16 kilometers, if, that's, if I said that right, in a remote area, 742 acres, an acreage farm, more than one and a half miles from the road access. Although investigators did not release information about her death, her parents confirmed that it had been very violent, that her bones were broken. Her mother later confirmed that her daughter had also been raped. So on October, April 2010, forensic tests confirmed that a Pantera shirt that she was wearing, which had been found at the 2009 outside of an apartment building about a mile and a half from the arena, was indeed also her shirt, Harrington shirt, had been wearing at night that she went missing. Police officers determined by forensic link between Harrington's murder and abduction and sexual assault in Fairfax in September 5th, to September 2005. They also believe that the killer was familiar with the area where Harrington's body was found. And because of that, Crime Stoppers put up a $100,000 reward. And there's been a few cases where music bands find out that something happens, happened at their uh, events and they'll help out. And because of this, Metallica, I don't know if it's Metallica as a whole, but James Heffield later on put out a news brief about, you know, anybody could help with the attack, and so we could stop this right away. And the murder and assault, well, they added $50,000 on top of the $100,000 reward. So this is what James said in a news brief, news interview, or an ad. Hi, I'm James of Metallica. Back in 2010, our band offered $50,000 to help catch the person responsible for murdering Morgan Harrington. Since that time, authorities uncovered new evidence linking her killer to a similar assault on a woman in Virginia. If you've seen the person in this sketch or have any information about this case or any others, please contact your local police or submit your information online. Remember, any information, no matter how small you might think it is, could be that crucial piece investigators need to help solve the case. Right now, there's up to $150,000 reward. If you have any information on this case, please call the number on your screen. Thank you. I will post that picture on my social media. But yep, the case achieved wide 
such widespread national attention in the Virginia General Assembly honored the murder student with a special resolution. The killing provoked fear expressed by the parents in many meetings with media, including national television broadcasts, that a serial killer, serial killer might be living in Virginia. DNA was later tied to September 2005 attempt deduction in Fairfax, so they are connected. Crime Stoppers, like I said, offered a $100,000 reward in the band playing at the night at the Harrington's death. Metallica also added another 50000 so it was the whole BAM information leading to conviction. Her parents continued to appear at numerous special events, including University of Virginia's annual Take Back the Night rally and urged UVA, University of Virginia Academy, I guess so, administrators to work towards a safer, safer campus. In September 2004, Harrington's case was linked to the person I'm about to talk to about right now, Hannah Graham. Hannah Graham's friends last heard from her via text message at about 1.20 a.m. on September 13, 2014. She was told that she was... She was told that she was on her way to a party but was lost. She had attended another party before disappearing. According to surveillance footage and witness testimony, among the last places Graham was seen was at Temple Restaurant with Jesse Leroy Matthew, they call him LJ, Jr., a 32-year-old man and a person of interest. A witness also said that Matthew has seen was seen in the restaurant holding an arm around Graham and that she looked drunk. The last witness to see Graham alive says that she was with an old man who did not look friendly. As Graham was standing by a vehicle identified to be Matthew's orange 1998 Chrysler Sebring, Sebring, I guess that's what it's called, the witness heard her say, I'm not getting in that car with you. And over a decade earlier, Matthew was twice accused of sexual assault in two separate Virginia colleges. Liberty University in Lynchburg, and Christopher Newport University, Newport News, and left each school immediately after each allegation was made. They, the reported assault occurred within an 11-month period of each other. So he was just constantly moving. Police investigators investigated each report, but in neither incident was a criminal case brought against them. On July 7, 2021, Matthew was named in-class action lawsuit against Liberty University and alleging that he had sexually assaulted a 15-year-old girl while in Liberty University. So we're talking about a person with very bad past history of violence against women. But on September 20th, a volunteer search for Graham took place throughout the Charlestonville. Over a thousand volunteers were, were reported to have been involved in the search. On September 25th, Charleston's police chief, Timothy Longo, said he believed that Graham was either in Charlestonville or one of the surrounding nine counties. And asking the property owners to search for her on, on their land to go, I guess, some search for him. The Department of Emergency Management organized two-person search teams in the search of Graham and estimated that as of September 26th, those crews spent 44 hours in the field since the volunteers searched. So, but and sadly, like I said before, on October 18, 2014, remains were found at an abandoned property in Almeria County by searchers from the Charleston Field County Sheriff's Office. 
At a press conference later today, Chief Lango stated that the rings have not been positively identified as Graham. However, authorities informed Graham's parents of the discovery. The remains were sent to Chief Medical Examiner's Office in Richmond for identification. And on October 24th, the remains were positively identified as Graham. The same day, Graham's parents visited the property where she was found. On November 18th, the Washington Post reported that the cause of Graham's death was determined but was withheld in the request of law enforcement. So they don't want any probably false statements. People coming up saying, I did, because if nobody knows how I was murdered, it'll really quick to eliminate the false, you know, confessions for a real confession. Confession. Later that day, the county police department reversed course, revised course, releasing that Graham died of homicide by undetermined etiology. Etiology. I guess I could look that up, but I'm actually on the road right now. <laughs> on September 19th, the local police department identified a man that described as a person of interest whom they saw on surveillance camera leaving a bar with Graham. The police have concluded that Graham may have gotten into a car with this man, the one that she said she was not getting into. They also searched the man's car and apartment but declined to arrest or identify him at the time. The police identified the person of interest later on as Matthew the following day in an effort to make contact with him for further questioning. Police again searched Matthew's apartment on September 22nd. During the search, they took items of clothing from the apartment but would not elaborate of the importance of these items. Police described the search as a major break in the case and offered a $100,000 reward for information relating to Graham's disappearance. So therefore, if you keep in track, if she was, this person was connected to Morgan's murder, that's $250,000 right there. So let's see what happens. On September 21st, the police issued an arrest warrant for reckless driving by Matthew on September 23rd. Lago announced that Matthew had been charged with abduction with intent to defile. On September 24th, Logo Longo, during a joint press conference with the FBI, announced that the suspect had been arrested in a sparsely polluted, populated part of Galveston County in Texas, right down the road from me, after being recognized by a woman on the beach. On September 29, 2014, it was reported that forensic evidence taken from the investigation of the murder of Morgan Dana Harrington in 2009 matched evidence from Matthew. Sources close to the Graham investigation and the Harrington interacted with Matthew on the night she disappeared. Graham's remains were found about five miles from the location where Harrington's remains was discovered. So everything's right there. On September 15, 2015, Matthew was formally charged with first degree an abduction with intent to defile in the murder of Harrington and February 29, 2016, later letter to news media. Prosecutors saw Matthew would plead guilty. Matthews pled guilty and received the additional life term as he is currently in Red Onion State Prison. Matthews' first court appearance was scheduled for December 4, 2014. Matthews' attorney stated that he would not ask the court for bail for his client, so no bail for him. Um, February 10th, 2015, Aldemeyer County Commonsworth Attorney, Commonwealth Attorney, Dennis, Dennis 
Lustford announced that Matthew was being indicted for first-degree murder of Graham's in, of Graham, in addition to the abduction charges on May 5, 2015. Prosecutors announced that Matthew would be charged with capital murder. The increased charge of capital murder meant that Matthew could face the death penalty if convicted. The trial date was set for July 5, 2016, 2016. On March 2, 2016, Matthew pled guilty. Later, Matthew received another additional life sentence. So there you go, two life sentences. Now the case, so there's still one more case. On October 20th, 2014, Matthew was indicted on charges of attempted murder, object sex, object sex penetration, abduction with intent to defile from an innocent, indecent that occurred incident that occurred on September of 2015 in Fairfax, Virginia. On November 14, 2014, Matthew pled not guilty to charges. And a trial was set to begin March 9, 2015. I guess if you already have two life sentences and you're not getting out, might as well just fight the third one. You know, what? what's the worst going to happen? But on February 6, 2015, the Fairfax trial was postponed with a new trial to be set for February 3rd. On February 18th, Matthew appeared in court where the county circuit judge scheduled his jury trial to begin on June 29th. However, the trial began on June 8th. And on June 10th, Matthew abruptly entered the Alfred plea and was convicted on all charges. On October 2nd, 2015, Matthew was sentenced to three life terms in prison. So there he is going to spend the rest of his life in jail. Just women going about their day, trying to have a good time. Maybe just go see a Metallica concert, go to the club. Maybe just go grocery shopping where you need. And you have this pervert running around Virginia. Well, luckily, he's in jail it will never see the light of day. After Graham's remains was discovered and identified students of UVA erected a memorial on the grounds in her honor. I'm going to find that and put a picture on my social media pages. The World Bank also holds an annual, the World Bank also holds an annual award for interventions to reduce gender-based violence held in memory of Graham. The Hannah E. Graham Memorial Scholarship was created in 2021 in honor of her dedication and participation in softball leagues and around Virginia. And so there you go. There's the case of the you know assault and rape of an unknown person in Fairfax and the murder of Hannah Graham and also the murder of Morgan Dana Harrington. Now, I have been putting find the graves on there if you want to pay your respects to these victims, loved ones to some, but not all the times they might not have a final burial place. A lot of times they were cremated, like Morgan Dana Harrington, but that does not mean you can't leave a flower, you know, say some comment. But she, she Dana Morgan was born July 24, 1989, in Charlesonville, Virginia. She was murdered October 17th at the age of 20, October 2009, in the same city. But her cre she was cremated, ashes scattered. Specifically, part of her ashes were sprinkled in Zambia. So there's a bunch of pictures on here. On Find a Grave, this is what they say about it. Morgan Harrington, 20, a Virginia Tech student, disappeared October 17, 2009, after attending a Metallica concert at the John Paul Jones Arena in Charlottesville, Virginia. On, October, on January 26, 2010, a press conference was held in Charlottesville, to reveal that Morgan's skeletal remains had been found on a remote part of a 700-acre farm in Almero County. 
Morgan was a loving, beautiful original. Let me start again. Morgan was a loving, beautiful original. She was avid music fan and advocate for children's rights. A junior of Virginia Tech, she was preparing for a career in education. She was very much loved by her family, her friends, and her community. Morgan is survived by her parents, Dan and Gil Harrington, and a brother, Alex. A Morgan Dana Harrington Memorial Scholarship has been established in, at the Virginia Tech Carleton School of Medicine. So October 12, 2012, Morgan's parents collabed with America's Most Wanted and helped to find the perpetrator. The show's featuring Morgan's story aired on live TV. So, and if you want to pay your respects to Hannah Elizabeth Graham, she is also on Find a Grave. And she actually has a, a final arrest in place. Hannah Elizabeth Graham, she was born February 25th, 1996, in Reading, Brookshire, England. Reading, Reading, Barrow in England. Her, she was murdered September 13th, 2014, at the age of 18 in Albamira, Albamira. County, I'm probably saying that wrong, but Alabama, Virginia. Her final resting place is in Ivy Hill Cemetery in Alexandria, Virginia, and her plot is Section 3, 3-3, Lot 109, Site 3. Her memorial ID is 181-127-883. There's a lot of pictures, 127 pictures, photos. Now, they don't have a f statement on here, so I can't read that. But if you want to see some of the pictures, you you will find them on Find a Grave. And Morgan Dana Harrington, her memorial ID is 4716610. So there is the dreadful case of three women in the same area where one was violently raped and kidnapped and raped, was able to get away because of bystanders, and two, Sally was just trying to out one was grocery shop, one. Well, actually, both of them. The one who was raped was grocery shopping. These two girls were just college, going out, having fun. One of them was Metallica. One was heading to the bar. And you have this fucking asshole who decided that his enjoyment was worth more than their life. Unfortunately, we'll never be able to bring him back. But at least we know that Jesse Matthews will be spending the rest of his life in prison. Hopefully, people being taken care of him in there. Who knows how he's treated. Hopefully, bad. But if you like the telling of that story, hopefully you did. You always rate and review me on any Apple podcast. Just Google me. You'll find anywhere you rate and review me will be wonderful. Also, you could join my social media groups. I have Facebook right now, Truck Stomper and True Crime Podcast Facebook group. I'm also on Instagram at the same. On Twitter, is Truck Murder. I'm also starting a new podcast called Missing Miles, where this one right here dissolves, just revolves around solved cases. I know I have a few, but I'm trying to put them into my other podcast called Missing Miles, where I cover missing people and unsolved cases. So if you want that, that's where you need to be. Also, I've been doing this thing called the True Crime Podcast and Paranormal Festival, which happens every year. The last I've been, this is my third year I've been doing it. This year will be in Denver, Colorado. All links will be in the no show notes. It's happening in July, and I will be doing with Nina instead from. Already Gone Podcast, we're going to be doing a little thing for, talk about the many faces of Lori Dan. So if you want to check that out, links will be in my description. Also, if you want to help me, if you do like me, why don't you, you know, Patreon is the thing. I'm trying to get better equipment right now. I have trash equipment. I need better equipment. 
may I, I will do if I plus I want to do make me do Patreon episodes, but I need Patreon Patreon to do that. So if you want to do, you can find me at patreon.com forward slash truckstopmurder and you can help me out there. Or you can just email me. You can also email me if you want to talk to me and tell me any case suggestions or anything or just call me an asshole or whatever. That's at truckstopmurder at gmail.com. And also, I do have an address if you want to send all your hate mail to. You can send that at Gary Howard, 2740 North Mayfair Avenue, H387, Springfield, Missouri. Now, that is the name of my company that I'm working at right now, Prime Inc. And I'm always here anyhow. They have like a little mail area. I can pick up the mail if you want to send me hate mail or anything. Or if you just want to send me something nice, I'm always up for that. Any kind of communication will be great. And like I said, you know, if you like this, go check out Small Town Murder. That, this is what this was all based on. I listened to them for a while. And I really liked their concept. And I thought I could do that. Especially with trucks are kind of like my small town. So go check them out. Crime and Sports. Small Town Murder, and also Your Stupid Opinions, everything I based this off of. And with that being said, hopefully everybody's enjoying this winter, which I doubt. With that, I hope you enjoy this, and I keep repeating myself, so I might as well just say, if you can't fix stupid, you can sure numb it with a 2 by 4 I am out of here. Love you, Desra. Thank uh-huh.